Welcome to Cars Her Way with Lisa Copeland, where she breaks down how and where to purchase your next car. She shares with you the no-nonsense information about everything and anything automotive. Lisa is a former award-winning car dealer and was named top 100 women in the North American auto industry. Lisa shares with you her 30 years of automotive experience. Now that you know Lisa, she wants to talk to you. So dial pound 250 with keyword Cars Her Way. Let's get started. Here is Lisa. Good morning, it's Lisa Copeland coming to you live from Austin, Texas, and I have got a studio full today because we're going to answer the question that has probably ended many marriages and friendships, and that is, who are better drivers, women or men? So I think I've got a pretty unbiased group here in the studio today, Um, but if you want to get in on this conversation, you better get your call in line right now. It's pound 250, keyword cars her way. You want to have a conversation with this group of rock stars, you better get in line. So in studio with me today, of course, is my fabulous co-host, Lisa Beth. Good, good morning, morning, Lisa. How are you, Lisa? And I don't, I'm good, but I don't know if it's a conversation or a discussion. I think oh. it's a debate. Oh, 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 because it just gets I think it's a debate, better girl. when we talk about yeah. who the guests are. So, you know, everyone who knows me knows that uh, in my goals is that uh, I will have a private jet sooner than later. So the queen of aviation, is in here with us to discuss all things maybe flying in the air. Renee Bangelsdorf, CEO of Charlie Bravo Aviation. Thanks for having me. Women are better pilots. Oh, ooh. And and we're going to have to talk about that because your daughter's a pilot. That's right. Yes. Okay. And we've got another absolute uh, rock star in here with us today, Miss Gigi Edwards Bryant, who is... um, the chairwoman trustee for Austin Community College. Did I get that right today? Yes, you did. Thank you, Lisa. Oh. Women are better drivers. Okay. <laughs> and then here's the ringer, the poor man that actually showed up today for this. Now, this is not just any guy. This is the sheriff of Williamson County, Sheriff Robert Chody. What, what made you decide to actually do this? Well, I'm obviously outnumbered and <laughs> not playing with a full deck of cards, obviously, but you're a friend and uh, oh. I'm surrounded by friends and this will be an interesting conversation. Yeah. Is, is this an election year or something? Is, it is, is not. It, oh, it's not, not an election not. year. Okay, girls. So that is not the reason he showed up. I was thinking, you know, he might be in here just pandering votes, <laughs> but not happening. Is, is, is your beautiful wife uh, tuned in, Miss Beverly? I hope she is. Uh, she was still in bed when I got out of bed. So, Good for uh, her. But, uh, I'm sure she is. She knows I'm going to be on. So uh, I'm going to be speaking like she is listening. So you need to. Uh, you know what my answer is probably going to be. No, 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 no. We want to we want to get on the down and dirty on this. Well, thing. I've got some stats, too. So oh, we'll no. Oh, oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. OK, so I've got four guests here today. Well, my co-host and three guests. And so going around the room, who who's better drivers? LB. I think females. Gigi. Females. You're not counted yet. Renee. Mm, it depends on the person, but I'm going to go with women. I'm going with women. Sheriff? It, it actually depends, but oh, I think on average, I think it will say women. But, you know, women drivers, according to some stats, uh, outnumber men in the U.S. when we talk about licensed drivers. Oh, uh, do tell. Uh, so uh, there's a website I was looking at that, that demonstrates that. But here's, I think, a little bit of a catch, that men apparently seem to drive more than women so i think the data will show that even though you may have more licensed drivers men seem to drive more or farther than women so i think the data could be a little compromised but so i'm not sure 
who is the better driver? This sounds like somebody who's up for election this time. You know, he is he is absolutely <laughs> no, playing serious. it down the middle here. <laughs> Man, I need to know, Sheriff, are there more women voters than men voters? You know, I don't know that. Oh, you ought wow. to find out. You're on Cars Her Way, you know. Right. <laughs> I don't know that. So I have, a, I have a, a thought, though, talking about men and women driving, and, and this is totally, you know, I, I don't know how else to say it, but it seems like women drive their families more and again and and men are driving their trucks and going off to work and things and i'm not trying to say one thing or another about women driving okay but we've got a family in our car and so i wonder if there is a little more we're a little more safety conscious when driving than when we're by ourselves i'm sure the sheriff has a stat for us not not on that specifically but i think men are typically and it makes sense that they're probably more aggressive drivers than women i would think uh so uh, even when you compare younger uh, teenage uh, girls or women to uh, to ma- the male side of it, I think that's also true uh, in my experience and just what I believe to be true. So uh, I, I think that uh, when you consider drinking and driving, I think that's also true. So I think there are a lot of variables that could change the data a little bit. But I think if you were to do a Google search, because... Because I did. <laughs> uh, this man Google. came in armed today. He knew he was outnumbered. And I will tell you that <laughs> even internationally, uh, the UK did a study too, and they will tell you. Uh, they the drive study, on the wrong side of the road, though. They said that women are What's better driver than, than uh, men on average. So uh, it seems to be, but if you go way back in, like, I think the 19, late 1990s to the uh, early 2000s, that's where you saw the change in the gender uh, aspect of who was a better driver. Back then, at least, the little bit of data I was able to pull showed that men uh, were a better driver. But now that seems to be flip-siding uh, to the women. So uh, I don't know what has taken place there to, to Gigi, change that. what do you think? Well, I think if you go back to the data that the sheriff is referring to, there were less women drivers during that Makes time sense. period. So therefore, she's in the education men business. She's were, smarter than all of us. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Of course, men were better drivers because there were more men on the road. And now, you know, there are more of us on the road. So I think that's the flip side of what you just said. Okay, good. Renee? Gosh, well, I'm going to give some data about female pilots because maybe oh, we can correlate this. Good. So because I will have a female pilot for my jet. That's just jets her way, cars her way, just saying. Let's do it. But they're only 7% female pilots. So women have something to prove where men don't. So the women who become pilots have to prepare harder because they have something to prove. And so I think that that parlays itself into driving as well. When we feel like we have something to prove, we rise to the occasion where, you know, Otherwise, we might not. Well, your daughter is a pilot, and she's in uh, in flight school in, in in Orlando, and so I mean, or down in Florida, and you know, and that was something that was very, very, um, I don't, it was very brave of her. Like, of course, I've uh, I've known Brooke forever, and but you know, but just the fact that she jumped in, and when we got to see her down in Orlando, you know, she said, I said, how many women compared to men? And so, it doesn't matter what you're what you're driving, right? If it's a boat, if it's a car, if it's a plane, men outnumber the women. Just in that, obviously not in driving. And so maybe women don't have so much to prove anymore with driving. They've proven that they can do it, what, 100 years ago, yeah. Sheriff? Yeah. And so maybe that's why it's a little bit more even yeah. now. But historically, women are better pilots than men. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw a story, in fact, I think it was in People magazine, where it was the mother-daughter, I tagged you in it, the mother-daughter pilot. I thought that was a pretty cool story. 
yeah. I mean, it's just, it's very, very cool. So, um, you know, talking about stats, you know, one of the big things that I've seen, in fact, I wrote about it in my new book, um, Car Buying Her Way, available on Amazon, um, is that teenagers, sheriff, are not getting driver's licenses at the rate that they used to get driver's. I mean, do, were we not all down oh, at DMV? We could not wait to get our driver's oh. license. I flunked my first time Absolutely. because, because I could not, not parallel wait. park. I still yeah. can't. But, um, but that being said, I mean, all of us, right, at 16, and now... Why is that, Sheriff? It's probably a good thing. I would rather not have a bunch of 16-year-old drivers. You know, I don't know, but I know that I've experienced that in my own household, too, and I had that same question. Uh, and it seems to be something I've asked other people uh, in law enforcement profession as well, and their own very own kids uh, have experienced that as well. I'm not, I'm not sure if this is a social media issue where the, the, the communication aspect of it, the fear of you know, going out into this world, I, I have no idea why that has taken place, but that is something that I have noticed that obviously the, the public has noticed as well yeah and that is ironic to me that like like you said we all you know when we were younger 14 we were driving a vehicle on the you know the grass field yeah. in our in our homes and couldn't wait to get our license but that does not seem to be the norm uh, or at least a percentage of the norm anymore and uh, pretty interesting to hear that from you lisa today yeah okay so we here at cars her way radio we are covering hot topics and today we've got williamson county sheriff in the studio with us and we are debating whether men or women are better drivers. So if you want to jump in on this conversation, call us after break at pound 250, keyword cars her way. Jump in, give us your opinion. I'm not sure that I'm going to agree with you, but come on, call in. We'll see you after break. Now back to cars her way with Lisa Copeland. Hi, we are back. This is Lisa Copeland, Cars Her Way Radio, and we are in a hot debate here in the studio. I've got some really, really big, big guests today. Renee Bangelsdorf, the Queen of Aviation, Gigi Edwards-Bryant, the Chairwoman Trustee for Austin Community College, my esteemed co-host, Lisa Beth Thomas, and the Williamson County Sheriff, Robert Chody. And he isn't even doing a very good job of uh, defending you guys. I just want you to know that. But it looks like we have on the line a very good friend of mine, um, TJ Kendall from Covert Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram here in Austin, Texas. TJ, are you are you there? Good morning, Lisa. Absolutely. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How's the whole crew this morning? Oh, we're having a good time. So um, are you brave enough? Now, now remember, you're selling cars in this town, so you may want to take the fifth on this question. But uh, who's who's a better driver, men or women? And you're on Cars Her Way the Radio. Reason I'd take the, fifth, the only reason I'd take the fifth is because my beautiful wife is standing next to me. Smart <laughs> man. <laughs> you sound like the sheriff. I'm just like, this has got to be an election year, sheriff, because, you know, you are just absolutely taking the fifth on this. Well, I will tell you this. Um, I've got a very, very happy friend right now who posted on my Facebook page, and his name is uh, Charlie Goff, uh, the owner of Mr. Appliance. And um, he got an absolute smoking deal on one of those new Jeep Gladiators from you. And you even took my phone call on a Saturday night when you were on vacation. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> well, we, 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 we always want to take customers and uh, take care of customers. And just because I'm on vacation doesn't mean uh, 125 people at the store are on vacation. So we're, we're ready to take care of customers, whether it's Saturday night, Sunday morning, or uh, or anytime they need us. But TJ, you t- you personally took the call. I mean, this 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 friend of mine was shopping at another dealership. I was, you know, we were at dinner, and uh, and he goes, 
like, am I allowed to buy a car from Cars Her Way? I'm like, only real men buy from Cars Her Way. Are you joking me? Of course you can. Of course you can. And what's so funny, of course, because he's Mr. Appliance. So it was kind of a macho, macho thing with him. But boy, he was blowing up my uh, my Facebook page with the uh, smoking deal that he got at Covert Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. I just have to make sure I always get all those words out. So, um, so tell us a little bit about what you do there. I, I already know what you do, but I want you to tell our listeners, you know, because, you know, you're the boss. Uh, <laughs> uh, my, my job is, is to, uh, you know, the, the covert group of dealerships has been around since 1909. And uh, my job is to continue that legacy. And the only way you're around for 110 years is you take really, really good care of your employees. You take really, really good care of your customers because that's the only two things that uh, really stand the test of time. So my job is to uh, enable 125 people that work at the store to do the very best job they can, uh, taking care of customers anytime the opportunity is presented to us. And uh, we've got a pretty fun brand that we get to represent as well. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I am a Jeepster. I won't lie. I have probably owned in my life, and, of course, I was uh, I was an FCA dealer. So I've got a real affinity to um, that FCA brand. There is no doubt about it. But I've owned I, – I, I don't even I, I can't even count how many Jeeps that I've owned. Tell us about the Jeeps <laughs> business nowadays. I mean, are Jeeps not the coolest cars on the road from an affordability standpoint, that, from that, a safety it, standpoint? Like, if, if they're not the coolest, they are certainly in the running for it. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing how the product line has grown. Uh, we were pretty surprised this year uh, when Jeep launched the four-door Wranglers back in 2007. I don't think even they knew how successful that product was going to be because it took away a lot of the compromises uh, people used to have to make with the um, with the Wrangler in terms of drivability and comfort when you only had the two doors. And so uh, now with the four doors and then the, the, the redesign that they did for 2019 with the new Wranglers, uh, they actually forecasted the Southwest Business Center to sell more Wranglers uh, than Cherokees this year, which was just unbelievable, the growth in that product line and how much more user-friendly they've made the iconic Wrangler that, uh, you know, you can have a vehicle that's extremely comfortable around town and on the highway, and then you can still take the top and doors off when you want to. <laughs> okay, but how crazy. So I'm, I'm, you know, watching Charlie's Facebook page blow up and um, and probably gotten nine messages from his friends about, oh, my gosh, Lisa, I, you know, I want one of those uh, those gladiators, and, and can you get me the same smoking deal that you got Charlie? Um, but so the roof comes off that gladiator the doors come off that gladiator i mean you know you go from kind of an urban assault vehicle driving around town totally cool jeep truck i mean everything and then he just took it to the beach this weekend and took off the doors took off the top put the whole thing on video i know that you personally are not on social media but i'm sending you this video like he did the coolest video about it so i mean like it goes from being like around town almost a mobile office which is what he's using it for to um he's down at the coast right now you're running that thing on the beach like how many vehicles are that versatile i mean seriously besides jeep there 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 is not a lot and i mean and that goes all the way from the you know the 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 gladiator of course the new pickup based wrangler uh to the regular wrangler but really it's amazing the number of our customers here in austin we're such an outdoors oriented uh, <laughs> uh group here in austin there's so many that that take their whether it's a cherokee or a, a, a compass or a grand cherokee and and you know they use it 90 percent of the time uh here on the surface streets in and around austin but when they want to get out and play the vehicles are certainly capable of it um where so so the people that are listening out there can they call you personally tj can they call well, you sure, personally absolutely. and then, you know, because, you know, not very often does that happen, you know, that you can actually call the general manager. What, how, how would they get a hold of you? 
Uh, I mean, they can call the dealership. They can call me on my cell phone. It's it, it's really and, and I mean the, the truth of the matter is for most people, I'm a point of contact into the dealership, right? Um, for to really just kind of listen to them and understand what it is uh, they're looking for and how we can help them out. And then I just I'm extremely blessed to have an unbelievable group of people that work with me. Uh, that then usually they'll take the ball from that point in time and make sure we get them taken care of. I'll tell I you, think, oh, I think sorry. you're really blessed to have a wife that allows you to do that. Yes. To get personal calls on your <laughs> cell phone, TJ. Sheriff, what are the stats on people getting tickets in Jeeps? You know, uh, I don't know that, but I know that my daughter has a Jeep. Oh. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, and she's very so happy with that. Friend. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, when, when you're rolling down the street, Sheriff, in the Jeep, and you got the top off, you got the doors off, is, I mean, are, are, are the police looking at you a little heavier? No, they oh, are good not. answer. They are not. <laughs> okay, okay, good, TJ. We absolutely dodged a bullet on that one. Um, so, anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, and I was in there the other day meeting Charlie over there, and I ran into a friend of mine, Jeff, who worked for me a hundred years ago, it seems like, and he's been with you guys like nine years. And he said, Lisa, this is you know, he worked for me, and he said, he said, this is my home, and I've been here for nine years, and the coverts are absolutely unbelievable to work for. Are you guys hiring right now by any chance? I know people. We absolutely are. <laughs> mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, as I, as I said, the only way you're a 110-year-old company is you take great care of employees, great care of customers, and uh, we are always looking for awesome people to join our team. And, um, you know, there's there's so many things we can teach uh, an employee, you know, product knowledge and sales process and service process. Um, but if you don't have a heart to really serve the customer, you, you won't be successful in a covert dealership because that's you, you got to have that, and that's not something we can train. You either have that, and then we build upon it, or you don't have it, and then uh, it's usually not a very good fit. Well, all I can say is Dan Covert's on television all the time giving away his cell phone number. I wonder, I mean, do you have those kind of commercials <laughs> rolling? <laughs> it's unbelievable I, to me. I, I don't, I don't. Dan, Dan, Dan's a little bit crazier than I he am. That's one of the wonderful things about working in a group is you get all different personalities and uh, it really it makes a great sharing of ideas and success. It does. It does. And I promised Dan I would say this, not to steal your thunder, but uh, the Hutto dealerships are going to reopen on Sundays. He texted me yesterday and he said, Lisa, be sure to tell everybody that uh, Covert uh, uh, Chevy and Covert Ford of Hutto are going to reopen on Sundays starting next week. So I just wanted to put that out there, not to steal your thunder. But TJ, I cannot thank you enough for personally taking care of, of our clients and of, of my personal friends. Um Anyways, you absolutely, I mean, Charlie's not the kind of guy that would ever thank a car dealer on Facebook because you know how it is normally. It's like, oh, that dealer got to me. Oh, I paid too much for the car. And Charlie just walked out shaking his head and he's like, man, I am a covert client for life. So thank you. But I know that that is just what you do every single day with every single client. But um, I will see you next week. I'm going to come by and visit and um, we're going to do some cars her away training with your sales teams. And so anyways, yep. TJ, thanks for jumping on this morning. Tell your wife uh, I said hello and I will see you early part of next week. Absolutely fantastic. Appreciate the opportunity and y'all have a great morning. And, and I, I will I will not, t- I will wade in and say I don't know that it matters whether it's male or female. I think either one of us, if we're distracted, we're a pretty bad driver and either one of us, if we are paying attention, we're a pretty good driver. Okay, you sound like a total car dealer. Okay, so the only thing, I mean, so you're the car dealer playing the middle. The elect, I, have, I have two elected officials in here today. Both of them play in the middle, <laughs> right? Yep, mm-hmm. But you know what? I think statistics say that women vote more than men. I'm just saying. And, and TJ, women <laughs> in 2018 purchased uh, 9.5 million vehicles, which was 54% of all vehicles sold. So 
You better and stay in the I middle, my friend. You, you. <laughs> <laughs> stay in the middle, no, that, my that friend. That's not the question you asked. I, I would argue the ladies are, are, are much bigger on the purchasing and influencing side. That's an easy answer. <laughs> okay, good. So all you ladies, you heard it here. So TJ believes in women. So go visit him out at Covert Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram up on 183. Amazing selection, amazing pricing, and just a great friend of mine. TJ, I'll see you next week. Thanks for, thanks for calling in. You bet. My pleasure. Good okay, morning, bye-bye. Boy, so many, you know, I think men are a little bit afraid to really put their stake in the sand. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Something about cars, Troy. We are starting a movement in this town. Nobody's going to go against the ladies. I am telling you. What do you think about that, Renee? Well, I'm thinking if Kurt called in, oh, we'd no. have a Kurt vote. Kurt is here. not allowed to call in. <laughs> I will is, say. Kurt is Renee's husband. Kurt's a better driver than I am, but he does tend to make everyone in the car a little car sick because he's an aggressive driver uh-huh i've been in the back seat of that range rover with my husband you and me and kurt and my husband in the front seat going no kurt you know i don't think he's a better driver he's an aggressive driver he yeah. he's safe but aggressive is yes. what he says yes yeah. there may be other men out there that feel that way they're safe but aggressive yeah yeah no, he's my, never wrecked i mean my, my husband's an aggressive driver both of our husbands you know race on the track and go out and do all of that so you know you know he's mm-hmm. you know he likes to go out on oh i shouldn't say it's online or lime creek road and take that corvette right so what do you what do you do when all these driving clubs come through and they come roaring through my husband's gotten tickets either once or twice with like 400 cars coming through right. and of course they get him in the yellow corvette like and he's like oh my gosh oh i have a question about that you said jeeps don't get more tickets but is there a color i've heard red is, oh, that, yeah. a is that true or? no those are uh, those are rumors i, I think there are there are each individual deputy, uh, you know, there's certain things that can bring an attention to a deputy, depending on the calls that are uh, holding or, you know, things of that nature. But there are things that can stand out, but it's not necessarily a color. It could be a damage to a vehicle. I mean, there's just so many variables that uh, not one particular thing can really do do that. Now, yes, go ahead. Renee's, Renee's raising, raising her hand. Her hand. <laughs> <laughs> pick me, pick it's me. Like, it's like it's radio. <laughs> LB, I want to ask you this devil's advocate question about that. Are the people who drive aggressively more likely to buy a red or a yellow car? That's a good point. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Or I'm a telling Corvette. you. A yellow Corvette. James Copeland's had many tickets on that yellow Corvette. All right. So, drivers do stand out. Okay. So, um, when we come back from break, we are going to continue this conversation of who is a better driver, men or women? And if you want to get your two cents in, dial pound 250, keyword cars her way. And let us know, if you dare, what you think. All right, we'll see you after the break. We're back to Cars Her Way with Lisa Copeland. Oh, I wish every one of you could be a fly on the wall in this room today. We're talking about everything from what color car you should drive to where the speed traps. The sheriff will not tell us. What is a speed trap? How would you, sheriff, define... A speed trap. And well, for those of you just tuning in, hold on. I've got Williamson County Sheriff Robert Chody in the house. Cool. And he's he's a brave man. That's all I got to say. And it's, yeah. and, and it's not even an election year. And you agreed to come into the studio and talk about who's better drivers, men or women. But you're Switzerland. You're so Switzerland. He's like, stats. no, the facts. Yeah. Only but the facts. Facts, ma'am. Well, I would be more concrete if the stats supported men drivers. I'm just saying that there's more evidence, at least from what I've seen, that supports the women drivers. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So, Switzerland or not. But. All right. So, so we're going to switch lanes a little bit here because I think, uh, Renee and I, we were talking about it earlier. I think one of the favorite shows at our house right now is Live PD. 
One of my favorite shows too. I know. <laughs> well, talk about Live PD. You know how? What was the genesis of it? How did you make the decision that Williamson County would be involved in it? Because I just I think it's such it's so fascinating. Plus I'm like, oh, I know them. I know that guy. <laughs> right. So I think it's really cool. So 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 what happened when Live PD first uh, uh, season one came on? I actually watched the show. Didn't know much about it. I, I, wasn't a fan actually the first season first episode uh but then i saw the following it had on social media and we had an incident where uh, some of our deputies were involved in a incident where it was pretty tragic it was a car accident that uh took some lives but they also saved some lives uh and nobody knew about it uh and because of that i was very disheartened that you know, people are very open about when law enforcement does something negative, but mm -hmm. when they do something outside that realm of something so heroic, uh, there's no way to really get that message out. And that was kind of one driving point that uh, I really wanted to try to get that word out, not just at a local level, but at a national level. And that's one thing that I saw that Live PD did, and uh, certainly concerned from a national level that we're showing everything we're doing because being a new sheriff, I don't know everything that we're doing uh, or privy to everything that we're doing at that time. Uh, but then I reached out uh, via social media to LIPD and uh, they responded. Uh, and then it took some time for the contract. And then even after the contract, it took us a year. Uh, in fact, I gave up them coming to uh, Williams County. But uh, obviously they did come. We've been on, I think, eight months now. Uh, yeah. The whole season three we've been on. Uh, and season three is about ready to end here in another month. And it's been a huge success for us as far, uh, from so many different variables that uh, I'm ecstatic with what's happened. We've changed policy. Uh, we've uh, uh, the community impact, the community involvement, uh, recruiting efforts, the transparency aspects. So a lot of uh, the positives certainly outweigh the negatives. And it's super brave of you. So let, let's talk about it. And I'd love to have all of you guys weigh in. You know, the power of social media nowadays, right? You know, um, so every time I turn on KXAN News at night, it's Sheriff Robert Chody just tweeted. Like, I know what goes on in Williamson. There, there are two things I follow um, on Twitter, three. Reuters, Trump, and Chody. <laughs> I know what is going on in the world with Reuters, Trump, and Chody. Is that and, your order? Uh, Reuters, yes. Yeah, I like Reuters because that way I don't have to watch the news. I, I, I need to know what's going on in my hometown, right. right? And then from a national level, of course. So, yeah, those are the three. And so, but just the power of social media and just the power because you, you guys did take a risk by going on. I mean, I would think any police department did, right? Because you're gonna have people that interpret things different ways. What do you think about that, Renee? What do you think, how do you feel about the transparency of like the police department, of all the things you know that goes on now in social media? Because you're not a big social media person. Well, I think it's fantastic that that Sheriff Chody is on social media so much. And I have a law enforcement officer in my family. So I have always viewed law enforcement as positive, And I have always long felt that it's, it's maligned with a lot of things. And I'll give an example. My little sister has three boys and their dad is a police officer. Mm -hmm. And she could always find fire engines and stories about firemen, but not about police officers. So, you know, when my kids were little, you could buy police cars that had lights and sirens, but not so now because of the the unpopularity of law and order for so long. So I think that law enforcement is doing a lot of things right yeah. to portray themselves in a positive light, which is they should be doing and Absolutely. we should be 
reinforcing that, which I think that we do by supporting Live PD and by supporting Sheriff Chody and, and the other law enforcement officers around the world. We need them to make our lives better. And I really appreciate what you've done, Sheriff Chody. Thank, Thank you, you so much. It. Yeah, I think it's great. Gigi? I totally agree with Renee. I think any kind of transparency uh, makes for a better citizenship because a lot of times you don't know what goes on in a back room and the next you know, interaction that you have is a courtroom. Right. So, but your first line of defense are police officers and you don't get to see the blue Santas. And I, when I worked at the police department and did blue Santa for like 25 years, if not more, you know, you'd go to the kid's house and they wouldn't, they wouldn't want to open the doors until you tell them it's blue Santa and they saw the trucks and the boxes. And I think children need to know that there's a safety factor, but they also need to know that there's an open door policy. And so I think most people are thinking about their families being safe and the things going on in the community. And so I certainly believe in transparency. I think it's the only way to go. And thank you again for doing the show. Lisa Beth? Well, I'm gonna, I, I like what you, both of what you said. And Renee, you made a point about us as supporting. And I remember I had my daughter and a friend, we were on our way back from a soccer game in the back of the car, and I did a rolling stop at 290 in Fitzhugh, and I turned right, and I was pulled over. You're not going to incriminate yourself, are you, right now? No, no, no. Okay. no it, was, it, it, was, it was 10 years ago, 15 years ago. But, but then as the policeman came up, I got a ticket or a warning. I don't remember which one I got. But my daughter said, oh, that was so stupid. I hate cops or some. I mean, it was some comment like that. And I went, no, no, I was wrong. I did a rolling stop. He was doing his job. Right. This is my responsibility. And I think that's really important that we tell our kids, you're doing your job. I'm the one that screwed up, if we've screwed up. Right. But it was a real issue. It was like, oh, all right. I mean, I, the world has that. changed. Yeah, it it really has, has changed so much. You know, my son, whose birthday is 91191, um, he, on his 10th birthday, of course, it was September 11th. And I really think that that impressioned him to the point where he went to Texas A&M to the fire school there and you know became a fireman and um, did not go into the fire department eventually but you know that's what he did and so I think there used to be you know with the young people sheriff I want to pose this to you um, are we seeing less is it getting harder and harder to recruit into the police department because of these these biases or these stigmas of, of, of maybe one or two I mean every procession I mean I'm a car salesman for God's sakes there's probably more than 2% bad car salesmen. That's why there's cars her way. But, uh, you know, but in every single profession, there is, there, there's the bad teachers, there's, there's the bad, bad doctors, eggs, yeah. there's the bad eggs. They, mm -hmm. they exist. But it seems like the police department um, has really gotten a lot of, of flack. And so is, is there a problem in recruiting? I think on the national average, that, that is true. I will tell you that's the other thing that Live PD has done for us. Uh, when you're competing with bigger agencies like Austin and, you know, Dallas or whatever, the, uh, that, that's a problem for agencies like Williams County. Live PD has helped us in the recruiting efforts of where we had waiting lists for a long time with our Corrections Bureau. And because for some reason, when you're, and this is something I knew when I uh, was going into Live PD contract, I called these other agencies that were already part of Live PD. And every one of them said our recruiting has increased tr tremendously. That was another motivating factor for us. And it is true that, you know, being on the national stage, when they see the Wilco patch, people want to be a part of that. Good or bad, they want to be a part of that. So in that aspect, that has helped us in it so I don't think we can see what the national average or uh, problems that they see but I do believe it is an issue for the those that are not on live PD I think it is an issue in recruiting but for
for us currently, it is not. But are you recruiting from other departments around the country who are already in law enforcement, or are we bringing in new young blood getting out of college saying, I want to I want to be in law enforcement? Uh, well, we're recruiting some from other agencies ju- uh, just because of where we're at. But uh, remember, uh, the uh, sheriff's office, we can pick somebody at 18 because they can work in a jail at 18, uh-huh. uh, and then law enforcement on the other side. But... Uh, I think you're seeing that drive and passion for service a little bit dwindle uh, because of what you're seeing in the national news. When you talk in retrospect of what you see in New York City where they're dousing water, we were talking about that earlier. Right. Uh, and I saw a meme, I think, on uh, Facebook where they were talking about 9-11, a picture of a New York City police officer uh, on one side and then on the other side. It, it showed him being doused and said, did we already forget? You know. And yeah. I, I think that's where we're at. And the millennials are seeing this. And uh, there's no respect for that profession anymore or doesn't seem to be. And that's the perception, I think, from a lot of law enforcement and not seeing our leaders take a stand is, I think, uh, uh, in stand of in support of law enforcement as a national whole, I think. Gigi, um, I'd love to get you to weigh in on this because, you know, of course, with your position with ACC as uh, trustee, board chairwoman, am I saying that right? Yes. Yes. My friend, she's such a rock star. But you know, but but you but you see that. And so I really want to get into that when we come back from break. You know, I want to get into, you know, what we're seeing because I think with the perception of law enforcement is 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 that making people more aggressive because they think I'm going to get out of this anyways. So I want to talk about that when we get back from break. If you guys want to call in, if you want to weigh in uh, on law enforcement, on who's a better driver, men or women, uh, dial pound 250, Cars Her Way Radio, and uh, we'll talk to you after the break. Welcome back to Cars Her Way with Lisa Copeland. Oh my gosh, this is the best show today. This is Lisa Copeland, your host of Cars Her Way Radio. And I've got in the house with me, Renee Bangelsdorf, the queen of aviation and the CEO of Charlie Bravo Aviation, one of the top women in the aviation industry. Uh, Williamson County Sheriff Robert Chody, the bravest one in the room right now, except he has a gun and we don't, so that's okay. Um, uh, ACC uh, board chair trustee. I, I don't. That's just so hard for me, Gigi. Gigi Edwards Bryant, and of course my fabulous co-host Lisa Beth Thomas. And we are just discussing all things women, law enforcement. Who are better drivers? You know, the sheriff came in today with um, with stats. He had done research. I, I didn't even research the questions I was going to ask him, but he was. You know, he had his answers lined up for him. Um, but when, before we went to break, you know, we were talking about. You know, are there, is there a certain color? Is there a certain kind of car? What you know? What is it that, you know, you know, people will tell you, you know, do not buy a red car because you're going to get a ticket. Do not buy a yellow car because you're going to get a ticket. I just say, do not go fast. You won't get a ticket. That was a major suck up thing, Sheriff, just so you know. <laughs> Good job. Because, because she was speeding on her way I, all I can morning. tell you is I've never gotten out of a ticket in Williamson County because I know the sheriff. And then and then I honestly know not to even bring it up. You, because 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 I've gotten out of a ticket. No, I have gotten out of tickets, but I never ever bring up sheriff's name because because okay. then I think I'm going to get in more trouble. It's, it's almost like because then you know Big Brother's going to call you and go, "Really, you just used my name?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll save that for something more serious. Well, there's a question: Do women get out of tickets more than men? I don't think so. No? I, I think we live in a different world now. Okay. Uh, with video, and that includes it doesn't matter your profession. When we talk about police officers, in most cases, uh, it's a just different world now. Okay. Yeah. Good answer. Good answer. But no, I mean, and I, you know, I, they don't let you out of tickets as often as they no. used to. Yeah, we used to be able to talk our way right out of them. Do you think that's because we were younger then? 
More bold. More bold. No, no, no. I'm way more bold now. I'm like, well, what do you mean I was going 80? No, 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 no. There's something wrong with that radar of yours. He's like, no, ma'am. I need your driver's license and insurance card. I'm like, oh, really? (laughs) Are you on Facebook? Does that happen? Do you ever get people? Here's a question. Officers, like, or you, do people ever like come after you on Facebook or do they send you messages like, hey, Sheriff, I got a ticket. Can you help my sister? Like, Absolutely. Because you're Absolutely. so accessible. Absolutely. I mean, you're easy to find. Uh, complaints, uh, uh, emergency issues that I wish they would go call 911. Right. Uh, so, I mean, many times, but uh, uh, we seem to always handle it. Uh, tips to our cold case uh, 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 files. I mean, so many ways that they reach out. Personal, professional Facebook, uh, Twitter, all those events, they, they reach out to me. But I think it's important that everybody knows that all of your accounts are being monitored by the Williamson County Sheriff's Department. Yes, yeah, so it's not 24-7. So right. they need to, if emergency, call 911. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are, what are some of the best excuses that you've heard over the years <laughs> about why they were speeding and why you shouldn't get a ticket? Oh, I have to think. It's been a while since I've been on patrol, but... Uh, uh, I think the best one, and it kind of worked, was I had to go to the bathroom. Because you know? uh, <laughs> I, I think we can all relate to that. Uh, uh-huh. and I think that's the best one. But, yeah, I think that's the best one. And then did the person get off the ticket with that? Like, what do you say to that? I mean, you got to let them go. Well, I actually followed one person to the, the hospital that I believe was lying to me, taking somebody to the hospital, uh, their wife to the hospital, and uh, they wouldn't pull over. And I followed them into the hospital, and they sold it pretty well. Uh, but I, I'm still not convinced there was an emergency there. Uh, so, I mean, if he was going to go through that much trouble, I'd let him go. So Okay. Wow. Renee, yeah. have you ever tried to tell a story? Um, you know, if you had been in Ohio – about mm, 27 years ago, that might have been my husband because I was eight months pregnant and he did try that one. It wasn't in Ohio. <laughs> we, we got pulled over and the police officer said, oh, yeah, I'll escort you to the hospital. I was um, I was not in labor. Oh, you weren't in labor? No, but we did go all the way to the hospital and walk in the That's front door. That's why I followed them to the hospital. Cause right. It, that, those Good things call. do occur, though, right? Good yeah. call. Gigi, um, have have you ever told a whopper to try to get out of a ticket? I don't think I've ever been stopped for a ticket for speeding or anything in a very, very long time. Oh, Lord. I know, I know. I'm driven with you. You have your foot on the pedal. I do, I do. (laughs) But it's usually within the speed limits because the car tells you you're speeding. And so I bring it down. I would turn that thing off. I'd be like, "Mm -mm, I don't want to listen to that. Well, it depends on where I am, whether how much I listen. Right. when I'm in the city or something like that. And because people are driving so erratically in the city now, you just want to kind of pay attention to where you're going. And I just don't want to get, I've been hit a number of times. Yeah. I've been rear-ended a number of times and people jump out and go, oh, you stopped. I'm like, yeah. So did everybody in front of me. And so luckily I've not been in the ticket situation for quite a while. Okay. What about you, Copeland? Yeah, Copeland. Yeah, I'm not going to incriminate myself. (laughs) I am not. LB, how about you? No, I, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah. It probably would have been a bathroom if I would have, but yeah. yeah. It doesn't always work. It yeah. just, uh, I said for me many yeah. years ago, so. Well, well, that classic scene from Tommy Boy. Bees, bees, there are bees in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was driving here this morning and I was running a few minutes late and, and the sheriff lives pretty close to me. And the whole time I'm going down Mopac, I'm sitting there thinking, I hope he doesn't get behind me <laughs> because I would get a ticket. And then I asked him if he had jurisdiction in Travis County. <laughs> and he said, yes. <laughs> 
something really funny for my son, though. My son got a ticket years ago. Is this the professional football player? Yes. Speeding down I-35, and he gets pulled over. He gets his ticket. So he gets home, and he was home for one of the um, off-seasons. And I said, what did you get a ticket for? He said, well, Mom, I didn't want my French fries to get cold. I wanted to come home and eat my burger, and I wanted my fries hot. (laughs) had your son never heard of a microwave he said he said yeah i told him and i said you know would you like would you like some and he goes no 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 and i think he had a warning he would have been better off offering the uh, officer some football tickets yeah tell us who your son played for again uh the green bay packers the falcons and the um bangles i'm gonna bet he could have gotten off that it was mac brown's first recruit Really? A T. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Wow. yes. Yeah. Miss Mac Brown's first recruit. She's cool. a very proud mama yeah. when she talks about her baby. I am. Yes. I am. Yes. And his French fries. And his French <laughs> fries. Yeah. So there's all kinds of unique stories. So I, I don't know that we answered the question today that we set out to answer. If men or women are better drivers. I know we voted on it. But you know, I think I'm going to go back to, you know, I think women are better drivers. You know, and it's interesting your stat about that men drive more because we're the ones, you know, carrying the kids around going to soccer practice taking them to school doing all of that stuff so you know where are the men going are they driving away from their houses i don't know when you what you just said there and and this is pure speculation when you're driving the kids to school you typically live near the school oh true uh so when you talk about if we're talking about men and not just one i'm not just describing one or all but they're driving to work maybe farther distances so when you look at it from that perspective maybe that's where those numbers are coming from on average yeah yeah Yeah, but i'm making sense ain't i you're making sense you know i mean i mean i got two elected officials in the room today and they're both here (laughs) Gigi's never had a ticket (laughs) sure that you know never had a ticket years ago many years years ago ago. and vote for Gigi edwards (laughs) and then of course the sheriff man he is just sitting here going there is no way i'm gonna get into this one and so but you're not up for election for and i find it interesting you know that why do we elect a sheriff like because then it becomes a popularity contest whereas like our our uh chief manley and uh, chief you know they're all appointed is that right by the mayors and then city council votes them in that's correct. But you, you, you have to be a sheriff for the people. That's right. And I am. Yeah, uh, you're, you're the best sheriff Williamson County's ever had. That's hands what down. I'm talking about. I'm telling you. I mean, <laughs> well, all I of us agree that. who live in Wilco. I appreciate yes. that. Yes. Renee right. and I both worked on That's right. campaigns and supported you. Thank you. Um, because you're, you're like the real deal. Like, you're a real guy. Like, how many times would the sheriff of Williamson County, when I text him, hey, I want you to come on the show. I want to talk about this. Like, I want real conversation. And he's like, yeah, I'll be there. And we're on South Congress, y'all. We have we are on the dark side over here, right? <laughs> we left we left Williamson County this morning. No, we love it down here down here at iHeart. But you know, you 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 came all the way across town to come down here and have this conversation with us. Like, how often would that happen? Seriously, you know. And so I, I think that you know there there's this whole new movement, just like Cars Her Way is a movement, right? There's this whole new movement about um, this the transparency, and and I think that you have brought that to Williamson County because Williamson County has always been known as if you get a speeding ticket, you're going under the jail. And thank God, because I told my kids that growing up for years. You do one thing wrong, and they're going to put you under the jail. Okay, okay, good. You know, so it worked. You know, but I think the world's changing, and I don't think kids and and people respond to that anymore. Now it's like you know we have to all work together to make a better world. Agreed. Yeah, and I don't think that that's happened in the past. So I think you've done a really good job with that. And Renee, um, thank you for all you're doing for women in the aviation industry. Um, you are an absolute um, icon and a pioneer. Tell us in your in your world, how, what is the percentage of um, women uh, 
jet brokers, aviation brokers. It's about 1%. I think I mentioned earlier that 7% of women in the United States and maybe even a little bit less than that around the world are pilots. Um, executives in aviation businesses, it's 4 to 6% worldwide. Um, in my job, buying and selling planes, it's about 1%, maybe a little bit under that. Mine's on layaway. Yeah. Mine's absolutely. On layaway. Absolutely. I'm all taking, I'm collecting your payment today for okay, that, by okay, the way. Okay, good. Please. All right. And good. And Gigi, you know, just all the work that you have done serving, you know, the foster children and everything that you've done uh, in Williamson County and Travis County, serving now as the uh, chairwoman trustee for Austin Community College and LB, just the fact that you're just so awesome and you come every day and you're just, you're such a big part of Cars Her Way. Um, I'm really anxious to get back together next week. I know. I know. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell it who our guests are yet, but this is all about bringing influencers together um, in Cars Her Way and talking about what are the real issues for women, for everybody, you know, in transportation. So anyways, um, I will see all of you next Sunday at 8 a.m. here on Cars Her Way Radio. Follow us on social media, Cars Her Way, Instagram, Cars Her Way, and keep up with what's going on in our world. See you next week. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Cars Her Way Radio with Lisa Copeland. Visit CarsHerWay.com to visit our over 5 million cars and meet our trusted dealer partners. We'll see you next week right here at AM 1300 The Zone from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Friends don't let friends buy cars from anybody but CarsHerWay.com. Follow us on social, tell your friends, and join the movement. CarsHerWay.com.